The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Exploding down the sideline. This is Hanging with the Boys, presented by Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. Now, your hosts, Nate Newton, Kurt Daniels, Jesse Holly, and Shannon Gross. Thursday! Man, that sounds weird. Thursday! <laughs> Get used to it. Welcome live. Look at Tostitos Championship Plaza. The, the sun even looks different this early in the morning. It looks bright and, and Kurt, you okay with this? Ah, uh, yeah. I'll okay, be fine. I'm just trying to wake up a little. All right, live looking Tostitos Championship <laughs> Plaza outside Ford Center at the Star Frisco, Texas, where spring is here. 65 degrees, the high today, gentlemen. 78 Ooh. degrees. The low tonight is 59. Good day to be out of the office. Yeah, it's true. He is Shannon. That is Nate. This is Kurt in the back. It's Chris Bean keeping us live and on air. I am back from the trailer parks. Let's go. Zaddy Holly. Let's go. Together we make Hanging with the Boys, the sports talk equivalent of Braille people feel us. When yes, we speak. Yes, sir. Right. Brought to you each and every day by Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. Yes, sir. Man, yes, we got a lot to talk about. There has been so much said and done over the last <laughs> week. Like, we need, like, two hours. But we will be on Thursdays now at 9 o'clock in the morning. We had to shift. Shift. Up. Shift. Put the, put the F shift. in there. Jimmy says he's back in the floor our, and our, with Jerry. Our schedule. Thing, right? So Parsons has some things. To okay, say. Nate's got his backpack on. He's reading <laughs> ahead of the show. Ready to go. So you started it. Let's let's let's. First off, how are you guys doing? It's been it's been a while since we've all been back together. A couple weeks. Yeah. How's it been? Danny White said Dak is doing good enough to win his Super Bowl. Those around him haven't. Let me take my back. Yeah, you need to you need to participate today. Let's, let's. I want to hear what Jesse got to say on this. I want no. Shannon, excuse me. Okay. Curse you, Jesse. I'm gonna read it again. <laughs> Danny White said Dak is doing a good enough job to win a Super Bowl. Those around him haven't. Agree. You don't want to speak on it. No, I'm a, we're going to speak on it. We're going to speak on it. Wait a minute. You asking Jesse if he don't want to speak on something? I think. How long have we been doing this show? Somebody asked me this Five the other year, day. Five years? Four years? We've been yeah. together. It was me. No, I didn't know if you wanted me to say that. Um, we've been together, what, four or five? Yeah. This group? And we did it a year or two without. COVID, right? Yeah. Yeah, we, yeah. we did it before, before COVID. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. we did. Wow. So that was 19, right? So five years, and then we did it a year or two without me before. Yeah, we've been around about seven years. That was a boring show. Say what? What happened? Oh no, it wasn't. (laughs) That's why they went and got you to slow it down. (laughs) I used to be on Kurt hard. No, Kurt, listen to me, or you're not listening. Well, we better go get Jesse kind of. If you got me to slow it down, that's the wrong direction, (laughs) y'all. So in the four plus years that you've been on the show, I think I've heard you not want to talk about one thing and I don't even remember what that was. And yeah. It's like I yeah, I'm I'm good. I probably got in trouble. Once again. Yeah. <laughs> Once probably, again. It's probably Danny White say that right Dak now. is doing good enough to win a Super Bowl. So here's 
We good. Everybody's good. We good. We good. My dentist is good. We good. I'm good. I'm ready to I'm go. Good. You Let's got go. your final installment at the dentist today? Yes. Today, I'm my right. final uh, deep cleaning. I had to yeah. postpone it last week, but I'm going this afternoon. So Let's go. My right. teeth, it, they we need to be cleaned you. so bad. They, we they pressured have, you. They have to numb me to clean my teeth. That's <laughs> how bad it is. I've been there, done that. Not fun. Yeah. But yeah, we're good. Long time. All right, so let's get into this. So Danny White, let's give it a little bit of a backstory. Danny White was in town. Uh, they were doing a Davey O'Brien Award, uh, which Jaden Daniels of LSU won. That's the top award for quarterbacks in college football. So, of course, when you have Danny White in the room, you ask questions. Danny White also has a book uh, that he'll be uh, selling this summer. Uh, so we'll, we'll hear more of Danny White. But here's the thing. There is a brotherhood, Right. Okay, okay. There's a brotherhood. brotherhood. Yeah. Offensive linemen, right. you, in essence, protect mm. the, the brotherhood yeah. of offensive linemen. Receivers, we protect the – oh, yeah. he's a diva, that's a diva. And I, you know, I'm like, oh, hold on now. Let's, you know, we protect the brotherhood. And quarterbacks do the same thing, right? Quarterbacks look at it and go, you know what, we, we're, we're kind of this – we're kind of thrusted into this position of leadership, whether we want it or not. Whether we want to be the leader or – or not, because we have the most important position on the football field, it is thrusted upon us to be that. And so I hear Danny White make these comments, and he made a couple of comments, and some that I even thought to myself, he said, you know, uh, Dak should be the last one on this team to change anything. And I thought to myself, woof, that's a bold statement. Because last time I checked, the definition of insanity is to do the same thing over and over and over again, <laughs> expecting different results. Right, right, right. The results right. here under Dak Prescott, who will be going into his ninth year as the starting quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys, have been early exits in the playoffs. So there needs to be something that changes. Now, what was the comment that you said, Nate, that Danny White that said? That others need, haven't, haven't. Danny performed. White said, yeah. Dak is doing good enough to win a Super, Super Bowl. Bowl. Those around I mean, him haven't. Yeah. Okay, we, some of those around him haven't. So. And which is true, yeah. which is true. Right. But again, whether you agree or disagree, the quarterback is held at the highest of standards. I personally made a mistake a couple of weeks ago. No way. Yeah. Uh-oh. No. <laughs> Believe it. Mark it down. What's today? Hold on, hold Wait on. Wait a minute. What is today? Hold on, man. Let's get February, a couple of those pats off his back. Yeah. February 22nd, <laughs> 907 and 32 seconds. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Wow. I, I bet on the I bet on the NFL version. Right. We talked you were here, Reggie Miller talked about this back in the day about Michael Jordan. I bet against the black Jesus of football. Right. Right. <laughs> I better get, I went against Patrick Mahomes. Mm. And boy, was I wrong. Let's just clarify. Jesse did not bet. We do not no, 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 no. betting. Right. He, no, he I picked, picked against. I should yeah, say that. I go. picked. Yes, I picked against. Don't want us to get called in the prisoners office. Yeah, I picked against black Jesus and cleats. But the only reason why you did that is because you 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 planted your flag in the ground about midway through the season. But that ain't never stopped me from changing the other time. <laughs> and so to Danny White's point, I saw a quarterback elevate his game. I saw a quarterback when they said, oh, well, you know, the, the old time that you've been in the playoffs, that you always played home games. And he said, okay. We'll beat Miami at home, who a lot of people thought that was going to be a high-powered offense. No problem. We'll go to Buffalo in the middle of the wintertime and beat the you know the 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 Josh Allen's of the worlds. No problem. Oh, now we gotta go back. We gotta go to Big Bad Baltimore 
and faced a nasty, physical Baltimore Ravens team, no problem. We're going to do that. And then we'll go to Vegas, and we have to play the Kyle Shanahan and the Boombox boys. Yes, sir. And in the second half, he said, he said, what do you need, coach? We need plays. I'll give them to you with my legs. I'll give them to you with my feet. I'll give them to you with my arm. I'll give them to you with my brain. And he just methodically worked his way and then got the ball in overtime and said, this over. (laughs) This over. And everybody knew. Everybody knew. When San Francisco kicked that field goal. I was like, it's over. If you didn't say it's over, you didn't. You weren't watching the game. Mm-hmm. Well, I had a difference. I thought it was over at the coin flip. I had a very much. <laughs> <Yeah. difference. laughs> no, you didn't. No, you didn't. And no, mine started at halftime. It, well, when you, you left, no, when I told these people where I was, I said, "Y'all, y'all still got a problem." They said, "What?" I said, "It's called Andy Reid's and Bones." <laughs> and and so when Danny White says that the others need to elevate their game around Dak, sure, sure. The 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 lion he needs to have more. He needs to show up more. Right? Tank needs to show up more. Other guys need to show up more. But make no mistake about it. This is a quarterback-driven league. And if you are going to get to the Super Bowl, Super Bowl, the Super Bowl where he's been and won three times. I forgot how many he's been to. And where they were played and who he played against. <laughs> your quarterback. First Super Bowl. Your quarterback will need. Will need it is it is unless you got the eighty five Bears or the two thousand Ravens, your quarterback will need to show up and, and and be better than he's ever been for you to get that. And if that can't do that in year nine, we'll be sitting in the same spot next year, saying the same exact thing. Mike McCarthy contract would expired. Uh, uh, my, uh, Mike Zimmer. Have we had to, have, have we found out the details of his contract? That's going to be very interesting too. Have we found out the details of his contract yet? I think they've released. Mm-hmm. That. Okay, that's that's that's. That's a little nugget that we just need to kind of just see if he's in the waiting just in the wings. Just waiting, pay attention to that. The, the contract about. talks in that, but we'll be we'll be sitting in the same spot again next year, and we'll be saying, "Oh, I'm not buying in. I'm not buying in until they win a playoff game next year." I'm just so letting y'all I get know what, right now. I get what Danny's saying. Danny's protecting his group. He's protecting his brotherhood and saying, "You know, quarterbacks, we get." And, and, and I mean, come on, Danny. You maybe you should have changed some things. Because last I checked, Danny, you you had some playoff trouble as well. You you didn't elevate your game enough in certain situations to get your team to where they need to be. So, he's, he's on the other side of the fence now. He's just giving his opinion. I'm just saying. Did that? Did, is that a good enough? I just want. I want. I want to hear, man. That was, that was great. That, that was good? great. Now, yeah. now wait. That was great. Now man. it's your turn. Your guy. <laughs> What's that? Your guy. Thank you. That was very well put. Yeah. The brotherhood. I like the way you said that. You protect. Yeah. He own, covered right? everybody. He brought now you're on. You're in a different brotherhood. You yeah. were in the yeah the dynasty. Uh, protect your dynasty. Yes. Your guy. Right. Jimmy. Yes. Is said back he's in the back fold. in the fold and consulting with Jerry. A good thing. Wrong. No. Not a good thing. <laughs> Whoa. Nah. Nah. Not, what, what's your opinion? I, I. I have never liked the consultants. I don't think they're a good thing. I think as a as a management group, you have a head, you have an owner, a GM, a head coach, uh, to his assistants, his top assistants. What do they call coordinators? Coordinators and coaches and players. Anything outside of that norm, I don't, I don't, I don't jive into it because I can't be a head coach. Say, so, okay, well, what does Jimmy think? Well, I hired you. And gave you millions of dollars. Now I, I, I don't dig. I don't do that. Now if you say he was over scouting, 
and he's messing with Will, that's a different thing. But consulting, and I, and I haven't heard nobody say he's consulting and talking about the coaches and whatever. <clears throat> that's good in college. It's not great in pros. Yeah. I, I've never seen that work. I've never seen a consultant come in and change the attitude of what's going wrong, going right or wrong in everyday in everyday structure of a team. I, I, I don't. I don't. I love Jimmy. I love what he what he did for us and how he motivated us and kept. But that that you know, come on, nah. Yeah, I think nah, Jimmy man. said that on like a Miami radio station, and to me, I'm I'm thinking maybe this is just him and Jerry kind of shooting the bowl, and then Jimmy, him know. calling him and saying, "Hey, what do you think about yeah, this?" Oh, I, I this, think this. after the playoff loss, it was mentioned that they had a phone call, but outside of that, it, you know, Jimmy's probably embellishing that a little bit and, yeah i hope know. he is everybody's oh, yeah. making a bigger deal yeah, out of it. yeah. i think it's you know, i'm not with talking that's good they seem to you know they seem to be getting along but i mean they're making up for lost time yeah they're making up now if he's you know jerry runs the show in the end here so it may be effects but i think in general he's not having a just huge just impact. think fellas just think you know hey man uh you the boss of something somebody hires you giving you million minutes like, hey man you are running my company and after about two years, you know, we making a profit, but it ain't what we think. Hey, I'm going to go get Jess. Because, man, when Jess was running the company, it really was booming. Let me go get him as a consultant. Maybe he can help you. No, nah, no, nah, that's just that's a setup to get you fired. That's a setup, you know, because he's going to go back. What Jess is going to go back? It ain't going to never be his fault because he's the consultant. It ain't going to never be he said nothing wrong. No, nah, I, mean, I don't. I don't that, to me, that's an indirect of a knife in your back. Yeah. That's what I believe. Consultants are pigeons, right? You know what the phrase is? Yeah, no, swoop in. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Swoop out. I yeah. don't know, but consultants <laughs> make a lot of money for a they little do. bit of work. Yeah. They do. And at consulting firms to hire your people, that's one thing. Consulting firms to direct people, that's a whole nother thing. All right, let's take our first break. When we come back. Oh, but before we go, let me say this. Ooh. Do you think, do you think, Ooh. Mm-hmm. Because Jimmy's been out of the game for 30 years. Yes. Is, is his opinions and ways relevant now? Does it even matter? Mm-hmm. Like, right. Do, like, right? Like, the, is Jimmy. That was, my, that was my thoughts on it. As, as, the, as the game. Passed him. Pa- yeah. Because, I mean. It's one thing to be an analyst, it's another thing to be. That's Jimmy, why Vrabel don't have a job, and that's why New England coach don't have a job. Because. Owners are saying, I don't think that's working this day, these mm-hmm. days. Exactly what you're just saying. That's I just, why they I don't, don't yeah, I don't jobs. see. I think Jimmy leaves the studio what, in New York or California. What do they do? They Fox show at? No, I, think I think in California. New York. California. I think it's in New York. They be cold. They be cold. Okay. I think it's in New York. Oh, yeah, it do it be cold. cold. No, man, it's in it's in L.A. It's in L.A. Because when I used well, the to go out there, yeah, the Fox, Fox is in L.A. They based CBS in LA. is in New York. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, Jimmy's going back to to South Florida. He, Jimmy ain't Jimmy ain't busting down tape. Nah. Jimmy uh, Jimmy in South Florida casting that rod out in the, in, in the middle of somewhere marlin fishing and now I, I agree big with, game fishing. I agree with that. I do think there's certain things that he could say. Hey, this is how we built this. This is how you build a team and camaraderie and leadership and things like that. They can pay me for that. I think. (laughs) (laughs) It's easy to build a team. It's it's, do you want to build it? Yeah. The Cowboys have a problem with the the structure of building. 
Every team that's in the playoffs, and I'm going to say it every year because it's the same old thing. Every team that's in the playoffs, the top four teams all have something inconsistent. They have a quarterback that don't turn the ball over in the playoffs. They have one or two things or both. They have dominant offensive defensive lines. It don't change. The, the, the Kansas City Chiefs went from scoring 29 points last year and 30-something the year before to downtown was 21, 22 points a game. What does that tell you? They had some dominance over there on their defense. They had some dominance. So you're going to have to get that defensive line and offensive line right. What has killed us over the last four years? Our quarterback has not played well. Our offensive defensive line have not played well, and especially not collectively. Mm. It, it ain't hard to build a team. It's can you get the players in here to get it done. Every year we talk about the cap, the cap, the cap. You know what? It's two forms of how you pay people. Through the draft and through free agency. We have not touched free agency in the last few years. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to find you some offensive linemen. Are you going to have to find you a deep – I mean, and, and I heard a guy say on one of the NFL stations, one of the more respected NFL stations, said – like, you can't have enough great corners. You can't have enough great wide receivers. You definitely can't have enough great offensive defensive linemen. Mm-hmm. The 49ers just stack up on them. The Philadelphia Eagles, even though they imploded, they just stack up on them. You can't have enough of these guys. And so it ain't hard to build. If you need some concern, I'll tell you who to build. And, and you, you think I'm crazy. But my, if you're going to spend a first-round pick on an offensive or defensive lineman, you might as well spend your whole draft on them. Well, that's a it's great segue because we can go to commercial to and talk yeah. about we don't need Nate Newton to be a consultant. <laughs> we have our very own consultant right here in the building, Micah Parsons, sat down with Jerry oh, Jones oh, and talked about all the picks that he wants <laughs> Justin, and Justin. that he needs Justin. on the defense with him. Justin. Coming up next yes. on Hanging with the Boys. Stay right here with us. We'll be right Justin, back. Yeah. Be careful in this next segment. <laughs> Tread lightly. We'll be right back. <laughs> Fall is here, and that means football is back, bringing all the delicious game day foods with it. As you prep for all the big games, tailgates, and watch parties, let Yokiero be your one-stop destination for all things home-gating. Yokiero's fresh, flavorful, ready-to-serve guacamole made with real Hass avocados will score taste bud touchdowns as you cheer on the Cowboys. Yokiero's wide range of mouth-watering and versatile products can be found in your local grocery store's produce or deli section. Grab some today. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with pregame sideline access and photo ops with current players, cheerleaders, and Cowboy legends. You want to stay at a team hotel? Attend the best tailgate party in Texas? Tour the star and talk X's and O's with me, Everson Walls? With Star Sports Tours, you can. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. SeatGeek has your back no matter what kind of Cowboys fan you are. So whether you're a diehard fan or a don't really care fan, a we got them next time fan or we'll never win again fan, a here for the tailgate fan or a first one through the gates fan, SeatGeek not only makes buying and selling tickets easier than ever before, they made just about everything else easier too. So whether you're a here every week fan or haven't been here in years fan, SeatGeek has you covered. Download the SeatGeek app today. SeatGeek, your ticket to great Dallas Cowboys seats. How's Wingstop sound? Crispy, juicy, classic wings. Made to order 
cooked to perfection, and sauced and tossed in those 11 soul-satisfying flavors. Paired with hand-cut seasoned fries, house-made honey mustard, blue cheese, or signature Wingstop Ranch. And, of course, spicy Cajun fried corn. I think you've heard enough. Get your flavor delivered at Wingstop.com. Back to Hanging with the Boys. Welcome back to the second segment of Hanging with the Boys, brought to you each and every day by Blockchain.com. Thank you, Blockchain.com. All right, I'm going to go way off topic before we get into... uh, Michael Parsons comments he had a couple of them that we probably need to talk about on the show but saw something the other day and Jesse this kind of connects I guess connects to our show because of you but Belichick you know one of the probably the best special teams player of of all time Slater with New England retired yes you realize Belichick coached arguably the three best players at their position on offense, defense, and special teams. Yes. Tom Brady, Lawrence Taylor, and Slater in mm-hmm. New England. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. That's pretty And had an crazy. impact in who they were. Yeah. Yeah, and had an impact in who they were. That's pretty wild. It is. So, all right. Slater's a good dude, too. Is he? Man. Man. Dude, he, look, dude. He, looks old. he looks like he's like 50. Great. He, he has, he's an old soul. Like he? he yeah. <laughs> He, but he's a he man. He played an old so that'll get you old. Right, <laughs> blow you up. Huh? Yeah. There, there wasn't, there wasn't, there like there aren't many dudes that are like him. Yeah. Like the moment like, when I got to New England, and the first time meeting him, he was like, "Whatever you need." Like he was such a help, and like you could tell a guy who's not like threatened by anyone or what. He just like, listen, man, like take your time. It's gonna take a little while for you to get it, like the offense and everything. And you know, he he kind of gave me insight on how Bill thinks and works. And cause the first practice I ever practiced, I, I just got there the day before, and we went into a practice. And seven plays in, Tom Brady's in the huddle, and he goes sixteen. You're in. I look around like there's another six. There had to be another sixteen <laughs> out here because it ain't me. <laughs> and sure enough, like. I go in there and Dion Branch helps me out when I get in the huddle because I don't know what's going on. And I come back and I'm like, I'm like, Slate, what? What's what? He's like, man, this, that's just that's Bill. He wants to see how you're going to react in practice situations. Just you're all right, you're fine. Just always pay attention because this can happen at any point in time. So just make sure if you're supposed to do something or be somewhere, just do it. So man, shout out to Matthew Slater, man. He's a, he's a great dude. Very cool. All right, Mr. Parsons had a couple of comments. He's he's been in the news ever since the season ended for one reason or another. So he couple, likes that media, doesn't he? He does. It's it's a that's a I think a blessing and a curse. Did we'll you know Jonathan Hankins has a podcast now? What? Uh, yeah. I did not know that. I did not know that either. Interesting. And I and I and when I back up centers Hutches and whoever. Yeah, I mean, everybody got a everybody podcast. Got town, I mean, yeah. Just hook it up, man. Everybody can't be good, but everybody can have one. That's true. Yeah, I mean, look at us. We're doing this. We just talked about it for five years together. So but we anybody, great. Anybody can. We do are. It. We great. All Shoot. right. So Micah came out. I guess this week, Monday maybe. Uh, during the during All Star weekend. Yeah, All Star weekend. All Star weekend. Which, by the way, NBA All Star. I had no idea he could ball like that. What type of ball? Basketball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why we went home in the first round, so we can play basketball. 
So anyway, he said that he talked to Mr. Jones about uh, Kurt. What exactly? What exactly was it? Well, I don't want to miss. Sound like they had a long conversation through. They sat together in his suite and they had a long conversation. And part of that was type of plays he want, players he wants around him and culture he wants to create and that kind of thing. So I found it kind of interesting that one is that kind of normal that your owner slash GM talks to your top players to kind of find yeah. out what they want and it is and secondly how does how does it go with his teammates how do they see that why did everybody look at now, me now Michael Irvin <laughs> used to talk to Jerry Troy used to talk to Jerry uh, that that's normal is it you know you know what are you looking at you know uh, our owner Jim uh, I asked that question what are you looking at uh, I went out with a couple of GMs and owners you know but I but they kind of got rid of me quick because I, I was like, I have no input. Don't, don't, I don't want no input on how you run your team. I, I would tell them, no, no, no. I know you're not going to listen to me. I know you want me just be throwing some ideas out there, how I think or where I come from. I went to the Panthers from the Cowboys, you know, so they wanted some insight. I was like, nah, I don't know. And so I, I, I wasn't that guy. Mm -hmm. But guys that are great players that have shown great success in this league that you may have to deal with for a lot of years, you 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 may you want the input. You want to know what they're thinking. And hopefully they will be truthful about it. Uh, for me, when I when I heard this and read this earlier, I just want Mr. Parsons to mature. You 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 saying a lot, you want a lot, but you got to be able to give your heart and soul to the team that you're expecting a lot from. Are you all the way sold in to not only uh, the team but the system that the team run? Are you sold in to the point where you'll do whatever it takes to win games? So that is my question. I mean, you, you, you do what you want, and you say what you want, and you tell the man what you want, but are you totally bought in to the team and its system? Now, I mean, but – he has, to me, has to mature just a little bit more. I mean, I had to go through it. Uh, Jesse came in probably a little bit more mature than most because he knew his situation a little bit quicker than most. But it's you got to grow up before you start telling the man what you want. I, kinda, I like what he's saying, I guess. You know, he wants to change the culture. And, you know, he's talked about different players here and there. But I just I worry that is this something we should all be hearing, you know, publicly. Jesse, just wait. <laughs> Here, I'm, I'll jump in before before Jesse jumps in. The the I don't mind. Like I think that happens a lot. Like I hope it happens a lot. Like I hope they're talking to Dak about you know his contracts coming up and everybody's talking about hey this is they're locked in like they're you know they have to re-sign Dak and hope they're talking about like hey what what's going to help us win what's going to help you elevate your game. I hope they're doing that you know with your key players. The thing that caught me off guard was he also said that when Demarcus Lawrence said the team was burned out or they were tired or whatever at the end of the season, you can't say that publicly and that's part of the culture that needs to change. Is that it's base is that basically you calling out your teammates? That's what I saw. It's and, like I and, kinda like what he's saying, but are and, you and that's yeah, that's you, your leader on the defense yeah. that you're calling out. So now in that locker room if I'm Demarcus Lawrence, am I like, hey look look, young fella, wait a minute, you 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 Hold up. Like right. this, 
Is that what does that do in the locker room when you start airing all this stuff out? Like you said, saying it. Pu- I mean, he said you don't say that publicly, and then he comes out and he says something publicly, <laughs> right? Like, hey, go have this conversation behind closed doors, and you know, I, I don't. That that's what worries me. Is this becoming a rift where, hey, you're you're airing out all your laundry right now, and that's my concern. Mm. We we talk a lot about leadership in football. And if Micah can take anything from Dak, it's the leadership part. And I'm never going to hate or put a stop to anybody going out there making their money, doing their thing. But what Micah has to realize is that there there is a fine line of keeping it real and not saying nothing at all. Because sometimes the best answer for you is no answer. Mm. Like the, when you think that you have to be the realest person in the room and give the realest answers about situations, it's, it's different from when we do it. We don't have a locker room that we have to go back to. There is no teammates that we have to go back to and, and work this thing out with and get into a foxhole with. When you come out publicly... And you say, I had a conversation with Jerry Jones and I told him. Now, this is not my words. This is not me taking a shot. This is his words. And he says, I told Jay or Mr. Jones or whatever he called him in that interview. He said, you know, we need some bigger guys in the middle. We need some 330-pound guys in the middle and all this kind of stuff. If if I'm Mozzie Smith, I'm going home. Homeboy, like I thought you and I were. If I'm if I'm Hankins, I go, man, man, I stepped on the scale this morning. I was 3:30 this morning. <laughs> and I say that because what we know is in order to add to a roster, you gotta take away from a roster. You gotta take away from a roster. Mm-hmm. So when you publicly come out and say, now, if this was a private conversation, fine, but when you publicly come out and say this, you've this now told the world that. And, and if and if it's okay, there's a pecking order, right? Okay, cool. Mozzie was a first round pick, right? So maybe he has another year, right, to get, kind of give a chance for development. Cool. Well, if Mike is saying that he needs more guys in the interior, that means when I add another guy on top of that, whether it be a high paying free agent or another high draft pick, well, that pushes everyone down a notch. So that means the new guy comes in and it's Mozzie under that. And so now, what happens to Neville Gallimore? What happens to those other guys that are under him? Well, you only get 53 spots. Now those guys are pushed out. Mm -hmm. And so that's the trickle-down effect I don't think Micah at times fully grasps when you come out and you say these things. That there's guys in that locker room that you go back to and you go, damn, did you just try to give my job away? Mm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, tell him how you really feel. And that's my that's my only thing. It's is I don't have a problem with Micah having his podcast and whatever, but it's when you say things that ultimately affect the guys that you because now let's say that they don't get rid of or they do bring in another guy, right? Now, how am I looking at you as a teammate? And you know this, you know this, Nate. Nate it is there are there's levels to teammates, right? There's a there's levels to you know what this guy. I don't really like him. I don't really fool with him. So I'm going to just do my job. And then there's, you know what? He's kind of pretty cool. Yeah. So I'm going to go the extra mile. 
Right. And then there's the guys you like, bro, I'm in the foxhole with you. Like, yeah. I'm really willing to go where you that, go. Where you go. That's right. And those things, it, it's a very, it's a very fragile thing that can happen. You're talking about you're dealing with a bunch of dudes and with egos and fragile, fragile egos and, and can be sensitive at times. So when you come out and you publicly say, this is what I said to the owner. And you're very specific in the things that you said and the players that you said. I don't know how you take that as a, as a player that you're saying, well, I need more guys at this position. Well, what are the guys at that position that I don't have to say to Micah? That's my only gripe is saying that when you say things, you have to be mindful whether they're true or not. There's certain things that's not for public consumption. Just because you get on a podcast, that doesn't mean you have to say those things. You could have simply said to, you know, to to to, to Stephen A. Smith, uh, you know, what do you think you guys need? Man, you know what? Shoot, I really got to focus on Micah and get better, get, get Micah ready to go for another year. That's why we got the great Will McClay and all those guys in the scouting department. And, you know, we just signed Coach Zimmer. Those guys got to figure that out. I, I'll be ready. Mm. I'll be ready. And whoever we bring in, we're going to make this thing work. Yes, we we're gonna we you know our owner said that we're gonna uh, dive into free agency and, and yes these things are gonna happen. So whatever whatever they do, I'm gonna be ready, and I'm gonna be the leader of the, that this defense needs to help change the culture. But when you call Tank out and whether Tank was wrong or right in what he said, but when you call him out and now you call other guys out specifically and guys that you want to kind of replace those positions with, now what's gonna happen in the locker room is. You can't have a bad day, bro. Because God's going to look at you now and go, huh, you wanted to replace me? Where were you at? <laughs> Where were you at today? Right. Yeah. And, and you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. those, are, those are the type of petty things that happen yeah. in the locker room. And, and this, is, this, this whole, as the world turns, uh, you know, so proper that we've seen this offseason with, 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 with the Cowboys, boy, it, it, can happen, it can happen like that. And, and let you string together a couple losses. Mm-hmm. Those fingers really start getting pointed because now what are we going to go back and say? We're going to go back and we're going to look at these reports when you said in the offseason, well, this guy and that guy and that guy and that guy, and now the heat's on them and the heat's on y'all, and and all because you said a certain thing. And that's a great point because, and I'm not speaking or thinking for Micah, but my interpretation of that is he got asked a question, and we as the media always say, we're tired of these canned answers and these guarded answers. Why don't guys just say what they think? Well, he said what he thought, right? Not thinking great point. Cause I didn't think of it like this by, by saying you need to add this. You're saying we don't currently have this. And then those are real people and it's a priority, man. And your teammates, right? It's a priority. And, and I know I'm gonna make a lot of people mad. I really don't care. I don't play anymore, so I don't care. It's a priority. And the team is first, second, and third. And then it's everybody else. And that's what I respected about Michael Irvin. That's what I respected about Troy. That's what I respected. I've heard my my teammates, Emmett, Mike, and Troy, say bad things. Not about me and my, but it was never publicly. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'll add on to what Jesse said. All you had to say was, man, we really got to, starting with me, we really got to concentrate on stopping the run. That has been our Achilles heel. 
Well, yeah. well you have not said anything bad about nobody. Right. But you know who you're addressing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You're just not yeah. saying. You're yeah. not pointing fingers. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, just to say one or two bad losses, and all of a sudden, if Hankins wanted to be that guy, which he's not, he'd be like, man, you know what? I ain't, I'm going for me some sacks, too. <laughs> and so now, indirectly, we know who he's talking about. Because we know over there, number 11 ain't staying in his lane. If he see a, if he see an opening, he's taking the opening. Even though he know the quarterback going to sprint out. If he miss, he know the quarterback going to sprint out. And everybody will be looking at it. But, well, but that's number 11. So, so I, I tell people, you, you, the priority. And that's what Jimmy taught us. And, and maybe being a consultant, he'll probably come in and give that speech. No, but some kid be like, man, man, when I leave here, I'm going to do my thing. You can talk about the team <laughs> home you want. I'm going to do my thing. And is this the new NFL? It is. Is this yeah. the new know, NBA? Everybody's the new NFL, got a, everybody's the new, got a podcast. Everybody wants to give their opinion. Everybody wants to get clicks. It is, then, but it ain't. It shouldn't be. It is, but it ain't. In a team sport, is what your coach allow. It's what your ownership allow, and, and 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 you can set the tone. But the guys that don't allow that kind of stuff are slowly getting, getting out, pushed of, the out of the league. Yeah. Right? Yes, they are. So is yeah. this the new? How do you control this, or is this just going to be the way it is? No, you, you know? can't control it, right? Yeah. As you evolve with it. But again, it's 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 having those big boy conversations of saying, "Hey, I don't mind you having your podcast." But never, never miss the fact that you've got to come back into this locker room and be with these guys. Because that's going to be awkward, right? At training camp, it has they to. start doing OTAs so. and they show up. And the first time they make eye contact, it's going to be like, bro. <laughs> no. <laughs> what are you for doing? Some guys, for some guys, you don't, don't, is, don't, don't think about, don't think about, don't think about 90s guys. But no, no. But think some about, guys, think but no, about 2024. I, I, but some guys. These dudes will stop following you. That You know, yeah. the, the, you but, say but, something okay. wrong. Oh, oh, I'm, but, I'm, I'm not following the team right anymore. <laughs> This guy don't this guy don't lie. And he's always said things that was truthful in a lot of ways people didn't listen to. And he didn't care because he it was T.O. T.O. kind of just did his thing, said, and, 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 and a lot of players want to mess it. Oh, T.O. said some crazy stuff. And then he went lying, bro. It just ain't nobody gonna pay attention to it. Well, now, Micah has not said anything that's a lie. But like Jesse said, and I believe. You can't do that to your guys in the locker room. But has he said a lie? No, he's not said a lie. We don't have run defenders. You know, but you know, you are part of that problem why we don't have run defenders, because you are good enough to be a run defender, but you choose not to. But you call out Tank because Tank said I don't know who what Tank was on that morning or what <laughs> he had missed to say he was burnt out. I mean, here you are in the playoffs and you burnt out. So uh, not a good thing to say. But I'm with Jesse 100%. How can you go back to the locker room unless you that guy? I know T.O. just could go. He went in three or four locker rooms. I'm saying what I got to say, and I don't care. Maybe. maybe. But, yeah, but when T.O. went out on the field, it was the productivity yeah, yeah. was always there. Yeah, yeah, that, that is the big and the, and the In the big moments. In the big moments. Yes, sir. I agree with you. I, I ain't going to – in certain things, you cannot ever forget. The priority is number one, the team. Number two, the team. Number three. And if you always think that way, you'll get to that point where you can deflect. Well, and that's the, the biggest problem. And it's not just Micah. That's the yeah. biggest problem with the Dallas Cowboys. The the priority one and two and three the, ain't the team. Right. 
Hmm. We've said it many, many times before. It's 53 brands. And everybody's trying to sell themselves and their brand and, 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 and their, their marketing space and, and, and all that kind of stuff. And, and, and then it's the team. It's let me get mine off. And this is not – let me say this. This is not a shot at Micah. This is not targeted at Micah. This is the whole team. This is the whole team. team yes. This is the culture. When we talk about changing the culture, this is it. That, that's the biggest thing is that we have 53 individual brands that put themselves and their brands before the team. There's no way you can change that. It, you can't. The box because is open, right? Once my bell, once my bell stopped who, being who she was and Apple and all these <laughs> other guys stopped being who they was, <laughs> everybody got their own broadcast yes, sir. channel. And, yes, sir. Yeah. Like Jesse called us the other day, hey, fellas, we need to make an adjustment. We're a team. We made the adjustment. But if one of through man, we ain't doing this for Jess. You know, you, but, but, bruh, people don't think that's simple. We knew that we had to find a way so we can have our teammate on the team. A lot of these dudes be like, man, I need to get paid. <laughs> you know what? I, we got to take a break. I would go ahead and say the Cowboys are way ahead of their time by decades because they've had – individual brands for years. Yes. And now the league's finally catching up to them and everybody else is starting to get their individual brands. So they were they were Yeah, but our brands talk a whole lot louder than the the star brands. (laughs) All right, and that is as the world turns. We will be right back for the final two minutes of the show and hang with the boys. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And they snap it to Prescott, who looks right. It's not there. He escapes left. He'll run for a first down. Just like football, when it comes to crypto, it's important to have a team you can trust. With Blockchain.com, I know I'm in good hands. Since 2011, they've been trusted by millions around the world to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency. Prescott's going to run this himself. Run it up the middle, and he scores. Whether you're new to crypto or an active trader, they've got you covered. What are you waiting for? Get started at blockchain.com. How's Wingstop sound? Crispy, juicy, classic wings. Made to order, cooked to perfection, and sauced and tossed in those 11 soul-satisfying flavors. Paired with hand-cut seasoned fries, house-made honey mustard, blue cheese, or signature Wingstop ranch. And, of course, spicy Cajun fried corn. I think you've heard enough. Get your flavor delivered at Wingstop.com. SeatGeek has your back no matter what kind of Cowboys fan you are. So whether you're a diehard fan or a don't-really-care fan, a we-got-em-next-time fan or we'll-never-win-again fan, a here-for-the-tailgate fan or a first-one-through-the-gates fan, SeatGeek not only makes buying and selling tickets easier than ever before, they made just about everything else easier, too. So whether you're a here-every-week fan or haven't-been-here-in-years fan, SeatGeek has you covered. Download the SeatGeek app today. SeatGeek, your ticket to great Dallas Cowboys seats. James Wright here, your 2022 Dallas Cowboys fan of the year. You know how much I love my Cowboys and I am thrilled to be talking to you about the 2023 Fan of the Year Award presented by Captain Morgan. We're looking for the ultimate Cowboys fan to spice up the game. That means you eat, sleep, and breathe the Dallas Cowboys. If that's you or if you know someone like me, then go to DallasCowboys.com slash Fan of the Year and you could win tickets to Super Bowl 58 and so much more. Enter today. Back to hanging with the boys. 
Welcome back to the final 32 seconds of the show. Sorry, we went a little long on that last uh, segment. We were on a heater. Uh, last segment brought to you each and every day by Jigsaw, the official dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys. And before we get out of here, fellas. Can I just quickly say this? Yes. This is, gonna be, this is literally quickly. Okay. I do not have a personal vendetta against Michael Parsons. Or Dak. Or anybody. Or anybody. <laughs> no. Or anybody. But For real? We are we are a show that talks about Cowboys topics. Mm-hmm. When a Cowboy, and I do other shows that are Cowboy-related shows. So when a Cowboy, whether Danny White, do I have a personal vendetta against Danny White now? No. Danny White is a former Cowboy. He makes a comment. We discuss it. Micah makes a comment. We discuss it. It just feels like some reason. I don't have a personal vendetta against Micah. Jimmy made a comment. Jimmy made, discussed it. We yeah. discussed it. I don't have a problem and with Micah. And we're not doing our jobs if things make the news and comments are made, and they, especially if it's national newsworthy, right? And we don't talk about it. So we we need to talk about these things. Yeah, right? I, I don't. There, there is no personal thing that I have stored up in me. I've I've said on this show. Go back and find it in the beginning of the year. I called him the greatest. I called him the best defensive player in the league in September. Now, if I had a personal vendetta against him, you also said nobody was going to beat the 49ers. But. I said healthy. I said healthy 49ers. They lost Dre Graylaw. And, and no, let me stop. Let me stop making excuses. But um, but yeah, I, I don't. I don't have a personal. I, I I don't. I've never said it. I got a personal vendetta against who. Against the Cowboys for not hiring Andy Reid. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Well, Jesse, we 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 on this show. I, I I won't say we because Kurt and Nate may have other opinions. I don't think you have a personal. Oh, bro, I know you don't. I know you don't because yeah. it, it, if a guy is doing his job and going beyond, I praise him. You praise him to I, death. And that's the thing is yeah. like we we conveniently in this day and age now will will just bypass all the other stuff. Even right. even in the viral thing that happened a couple months ago, the first minute of the video. I'm saying just how great of a player he is, like individual player. So I don't have a personal thing against Micah. I think he's a great player. There's room for improvement. That's just where I stand. Maturity, I said the same thing. Man. I said, remember a couple years ago, I said about Dak. I was like, like yeah, he's elite. I was Dak like, whoa. Got me, though. Dak got me. I was like, Dak got me. This I said, man, I don't know about elite. So it's Dak just got me, Roy. When I I call it like I see it. That's just that's just what it is. Yeah. Dak, don't it, boy, uh, Dak. All you gotta do is not throw interceptions. I promise you, will be at every game in the playoffs. Do not throw those interceptions. <laughs> <laughs> this gonna be a big. This upcoming year gonna be a big year for Dak, man. Oh man, you cannot. This, this schedule is gonna be. This is. This is. If Dak gonna win his MVP, it's gonna be this upcoming year, bro. This if he can get if he can get through this gauntlet of a schedule, and, and get this team, you know, a That's number a, one seed or a number two seed, and and. That's a whole show in in and of itself mm-hmm. is this upcoming year for Dak. I can't Contract wait till those dates come out. And, oh, the, yeah. and the and the schedule and the just the implications of oh, yeah, we could do a whole Yeah, we could really find day out how that. committed the how much the Cowboys believe in him with this contract situation. Yeah. So yeah. Oh, the Cowboys sold. They in. Got to be, right? They in. I'm going to tell you who got who going going to have a problem. Who? Going to be Jesse. Jesse going to have a problem. With what? 
The contract? Because you hate them, man. <laughs> oh! <laughs> tune in next Thursday, 9 o'clock a.m. Hey, hate, 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 hate. Good stuff, fellas. Good hey, seeing man. y'all. New, new time. New time. We got a new time. It's 9 o'clock. 9 a.m. on Thursdays yeah. up until training camp. So. Just want to go at 3.30. He blew up. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> That's nap time for Nate. <laughs> Nate's like, got to get his nap in. I'm like, he killed me almost. Like, 3.30. Chris, Chris, thanks for keeping us on the air. Jazz, thanks for keeping Chris company. What's my man's name? Jose. I mean. My bad, brother. I'm sorry. Y'all need to stop with that old hate stuff on Jess for giving y'all truth. If y'all don't want truth, man, it's the wrong show. That's right. Believe that, bro. We the give voice you the of reason. This 2024, yeah. folks don't want truth. <laughs> they don't. They don't. Right. Good seeing you this morning, Miss K. Yeah. Kay Lady with the green uh, hair back there. Yeah, yeah. All right. We will be back. Thursdays. Get up early with us. If not, just catch it on demand like everybody else. But we'll be here. 9 o'clock Thursday mornings. Hanging with the boys. We out! This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?